Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 18 of the Secondary Heroes Podcast. This is your host, Trevor, and joining me this week is... Hey, guys, it's Prague. It's you, you're old. This is Josh. And your Mario impersonator, Edgelorian Wolfgang. And this week, we have a special guest joining us. What's up, Secondary Heroes? It's your boy, Sully. You might know me what? from such podcasts as the Nerd Foo and the Funko Funcast. Big fan. And wow. he landed his uh, airplane in the Hudson River. Yes, that's also me. Little, little known fact. While wearing a big blue suit oh, and uh, that's sliding through doors with, doors with my one-eyed friend. That's not a euphemism. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Checks well, out. We're going to have to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, sir. Welcome yes, to the, welcome uh, to the Secondary welcome, Heroes. Sir. A Thank true you. secondary hero yourself. Thank you for having me. Never first Indeed. place. Never. <laughs> never. Never. <laughs> Always second. And so this week, we're going to talk about everything E3 2019. And there was a lot. If you're keeping track at home, E3 stands for the Electronic Entertainment Expo. It's the video game extravaganza of the year. And it ran all the way from Sunday to Thursday extended into the following weekend so we have a bunch to go over on this episode guys where do you think we should start because i certainly don't know the what Xbox about fan fest that first day well, yeah, I mean, you can go as far as stadia that's gotta be the best way to stop it right there kicked off e3 oh did it stadia. Well, google stadia oh. tried to jump in and yeah. they don't count we'll circle back to them later yeah. we'll start <laughs> with Xbox talk about on that, sunday so we'll get there, <laughs> we'll get there. and yeah. so i guess with fan fest briefing three of us were there what are we thinking about fan fest Wow. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it was it was definitely awesome. It was one of those things that I I was going in there blind. I was not expecting really any of it when they so they shipped us all into one like movie theater auditorium. And I was like, OK, this is cool. It's like a big auditorium. They've got a big screen. I was thinking, OK, they're going to just show a bunch of show a bunch of stuff up there, whatever. And then they ship us all into a big hall. Like, I mean, this is like it felt like going into a stadium and the giant mm-hmm. Xbox on stage and all the screens all over the place. It was like sensory overload, but it was just oh, sure. awesome. It was so awesome. Yeah, even as a viewer from home, it looked fantastic. I can't imagine what it's like in person. The production value was just out of this world, man. It was great. Yeah, I've, nice. I've been watching as a fan for the last uh, two or three years that they've been live streaming it, and it always looked impressive. But like I said, being in the room, they gave us some downtime beforehand and we got up near the stage and you could really see all the screens yeah. and lights and man, it was it's like being at the Super Bowl. Yeah, nice. that, yeah, and that's what it felt like. It had that feeling for sure. And being able to have that little extra time to take pictures and you know, really get to feel out the whole atmosphere, it put it yeah, it's just incredible. And we were like 10 rows back, too. You know, we weren't sitting up in the balcony or the nosebleed section. No. Yeah, that seemed like pretty good seats you guys had. You guys must have run into some, uh, like, celebrities and such down there. You know, honestly, the more we talk about it, the more I think we should downplay the whole thing, because next year I really want to get in again, and those tickets (laughs) are hard to get. So maybe yeah, it was awful, can huh? we re-record well, and tell everybody he's going to make it back again? No, nah, it wasn't that fun. Nah. It, was, it was a tiny little room. The air conditioning wasn't on. It was, I mean, honestly, they, they forced us terrible. to smile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if you have a chance to take it, just skip. Just skip. Yeah. <laughs> or just Hard pass them yeah. on to, you know, one of us. Yeah. We'll go take, those. we'll go bite the bullet for you. We'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then what they actually announced, I mean, Xbox 
they kicked things off. You know, everyone else followed up with Ubisoft and Bethesda and Nintendo, everything. But Xbox really just came out of the gate strong because they're expanding Game Pass so much and their new titles they're bringing to Game Pass. So Game Pass is like this big new thing where it's Game Pass Ultimate, $14.99 a month, and they just expanded the catalog and everything that the Xbox is going to be capable of. Which, Which is, is a fantastic price for the yeah. amount of games that are on there, especially like a lot of those like new releases that they've showed off. I mean, for fourteen ninety nine a month, we get the we get the Xbox, cool. we get the PC, and like like you're talking about the games, they're gonna get Gears Five four days before everybody else. Woo. Yeah, that Woo. is crazy. Woo. And does that mean we get the Terminator? I know we're gonna talk about that oh. in a minute. That skin. I think that that's Ooh. that's an interesting I thing. I thought it was more worth a pre order of it on on there. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe yeah, I missed that part. Yeah, launch day or four days early, just not having that whole idea, oh, I'm going to go pay $60 to get into Gears. Yeah. The other Gears games are part of Game Pass. Now you can get jump into Gears 5 without having to pre-order the $60 version. You're just, oh, I'm on Game Pass. I'm playing Gears 5. Let's go. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I'd be willing to check it out Actually, because of it. Going, going to uh, that FanFest briefing, and seeing the Gears uh, trailer, and because I, I, I've always heard about it, always thought it was cool, and then they announced that Terminator, the Terminator mechs are going to be, or not mechs, but the robots are going to be in there, and I was like, you know what, screw it, I'm going to bite the bullet, I'm doing this, man, I'm jumping into this game, it looks too cool. Yeah. Good but, I mean, just Game Pass in general is just a huge benefit, I think for me, I haven't bought a game since I've had Game Pass. So, I mean, there's always something new coming yeah, out all would the time. You? I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, as long as I have an Xbox, I'm good to go with whatever is out there. Like, they have Gears 4 on there. See if they yeah. use Forza, uh, Rocket League. You know, those are just a handful right there. So, you're there. DTX? Yep. Down to Xbox? Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm new to the whole Xbox universe. Like, this is my first year really caring about the whole Microsoft press briefing and stuff. And yeah, they blew me away. I, yeah. I was super impressed. I mean, Josh mentions Forza 4, and that's part of Game Pass. Now they're having this whole Lego inclusion oh, where it's like kart arcade racing. That was Just, awesome looking. Yeah. Yeah, I actually got a chance to watch my buddy play it this weekend, and it's fantastic. Like, I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was. Um, the the design on every level, there's, like, there's one scene where he goes through a forest, and there's actual ghosts, like, dancing around a tree. Like, all the little details everywhere are great, and you can plow into them and break them apart, just like in the Lego games. It's, it's fun. And is that the game? Definitely worth it. Last year at FanFest, they showed they have the seasons, so there's, like, water features, but it'll actually freeze at times, and you can drive the cars over it. Ooh, I don't know. I think that's the one. They have, different, they have different themes ever so often on Forza. Yeah. I love it. Those timed oh, events. Oh, are yeah, video. yeah, yeah. The Forza. Yeah, that that game, it looked very... I mean, the trailer that we saw, it pretty much looked like an actual movie. Like, the yeah. graphics mm-hmm. on it are so crisp and yeah, Forza's so detailed. The that best it, driving game. It, and I actually, last year, I did get to try it right after it came out. Um, my buddy had, like, a demo or something. And that alone was it blew me away. Yeah, with the One X, they were pushing Forza to be played on it as much as yeah. possible because just the, the way that it it just looks great oh, on there. It does look great, that's for sure. Yeah, what's next? Where else would you want to go? Because I mean, I think the biggest the biggest thing that was sawn out there was how X. Well, in general, uh, E3, PS4 was not going to be out there. PlayStation was not going to be out there. So it was up to Xbox. 
and uh, Nintendo to take advantage of taking away that spotlight. And I think Xbox did great with that with Cyberpunk 2077. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not an Xbox exclusive, they they really nailed the hammer on that. Hey, it's make it seem like we're ex- making exclusive with bringing out Keanu Reeves and making a huge presentation of it all. And I think they right. really took advantage of yeah. uh, PlayStation not being there. That was, that was definitely a highlight for me. Yep. Was that was amazing. Keanu Reeves come on stage. That right there was like, oh my God, that guy is it must awesome. Have been breathtaking, huh? <laughs> breathtaking. Oh, breathtaking. Everybody <laughs> in the audience was breathtaking. <laughs> yes. You guys were too. That was, must have been fun to see in person. So, it really well, was, I, it was unexpected. Then. The crowd was so amped up. That, that's, mm-hmm. It just sure. gets you into a frenzy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was definitely like being at a sporting event where people, every time that a title would show up, people would lose their minds yeah. in the crowd. Honestly, and it was yeah, awesome. It was diehard fans. Of the I just want to get oh, a little dude. screen I can carry around that goes world premiere so I can show <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone, ah, and free then like, <laughs> <laughs> you're in a supermarket. Now, now let me ask you, since you were there, uh, when, when they mentioned the, the day of release for Cyberpunk, to me, from where I was watching, it seemed like people were like, oh, it's not till next year. I know, said how yeah, people were over there, or were they kind of still real excited either way? I, I mean, I think for, for most people, they're excited because they finally get a release date. They've been waiting since last E3 to hear something about it. Yeah, I, th- I, I think, think people were a little deflated because they were hoping to have it soon. But I think that's yeah. a good thing. Even though it sounds negative, it's like, I really, really, oh, I got to wait. Well, yeah. I, and I think people were still a little hyped up just because the whole Keanu thing. And yeah. Right once they showed him in the trailer, it was almost like everything else was just taking a back seat. It didn't matter if the game was coming out next year or not. People were just jonesing, <laughs> man. The trailer for that game. If you haven't seen the trailer yet, look up the trailer. Because, the I mean, right once Keanu shows up in the trailer, it's like, oh, okay. Now I see where this is going. And it's going to be hot. I mean, the trailer alone was incredible. It's like watching a movie. Thank God they were able to. Since last eight three. Thank God they were able to keep it under wraps until they actually got it there. It wasn't spoiled online in advance. So that was really a yeah, cool yeah. aha moment. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they had the playable demo on the show floor. Not playable where, you know, one guy plays it and you have an auditorium watching them play through it. So, But you get to oh. see that depending on which augmentations you get to play as, it changes the way you play. So you'll have that idea where huh. I'm going guns blazing, I'm just killing everybody. You know, I'm almost like an android or a robot ripping off limbs of guys and mounting a machine gun to myself. Or then you have the whole stealth idea where I can hack into the computer system and make them point a different direction and get to the same point. And so they play the same exact mission two different ways. So you get a whole bunch of choices to play out this game. That's amazing. Yeah, I got to check that out if it's online because I've been wondering about the gameplay aspect because visually it's stunning, but mm-hmm. I'm, I was uh, been wondering about how the game's going to play out. But well, I like that. And that was one of the things that they mentioned at the briefing is that you can take uh, you can take different avenues throughout the entire game. You can make yourself either a bad guy throughout the whole game and the story's entirely different than if you decide to do it the right way and be a good guy the whole time. I love when games yeah. do that. I think that that, yeah. I mean, obviously, it shows that they're putting in a lot more time into the story and how you can decide. It It reminds me of the Goosebump books where you could <laughs> choose, choose your own adventure. adventure. <laughs> Goosebump books. Come on. Everybody loves those. Well, it's awesome that you say that, though, because I love when games do. That. I think uh, there's two games I can think about that have done that, that I really like was GTA, where you kind of mm-hmm. just determine if you're going to be a good guy or bad guy. 
then also to the watchdog series they do a great job of doing that as well is that you know what you're either going to be the vigilante or you're going to be a bad guy or whoever you want to be you kind of you determine how it's going to be and so I and mean, that yeah the new watchdogs legion i mean it ties right into cyberpunk because now this installment lets you play as any character in the entire map so it has this whole open environment and you walk up to a waitress oh i want to play as this waitress now and all the missions all the cutscenes are based on this waitress they've done the whole voice acting and all the animations based on all these different characters nice that's outstanding it's it's awesome though that every single player in or a character in that game is playable yeah, and the, the, ca- the caveat of it, though, is that once it dies, it's permadeath. So it's mm-hmm. no longer, it will oh. never exist after that. Wow. So it's it kind of, you take your, you kind of choose and you pick and choose how you want to play that game. So I think that was a perfect addition to that series. That gets me excited that's about it because that's one of my favorite series is watching. Yeah, Shop, and it's so. set in London and the way yeah. they've replicated how it looks is like a futuristic London, but they're driving down the street and it looks absolutely amazing. Like I, I was blown away. Like, the way GTA does essentially Los Angeles and GTA 5 is amazing. This takes it up beyond my expectations of city replication in a game. Cool. I'll have to check out that trailer then. Well, and ever since like uh, like the Assassin's Creed games where they've been able to kind of replicate cities and for mm-hmm. instance, like the, um, the Notre Dame where they, oh, yeah. they're actually rebuilding from mm-hmm. the fire Notre Dame and they're using Assassin's Creed, the game, because they pretty much, they mapped that entire thing inch by inch. Oh, like inch. a 3D map of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, and that's I, awesome. And when games huh. go through and actually put in, you know, street signs and, yeah. you know, places where you can actually recognize, that just makes it so much more fun. Because let's say you decide to go on a trip to London and you go, oh my God, I've been down this street once upon a time, you know, and on my <laughs> Xbox. I was, I was here before. I went yeah. 120 miles per hour down this street before. <laughs> I, I killed a lady right over there. That's like GTA 5 when I'm sitting in traffic going downtown to the convention center. Right? I'm like, I've sat in traffic exactly in the same spot before. Blown <laughs> <laughs> up five cars right here. Uh, what you just said reminds me of that movie Falling Down. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's yeah. a great traffic and just yes. G- turning into GTA uh, at that point. <laughs> pretty much. Sit in traffic for long the- enough, you start having those, those oh, thoughts. Oh, for sure. Hey, uh, oh. kids, watch that movie Falling Down. You'll uh, Kids. you'll thank me for it. <laughs> it's a <later>. cautionary tale. <laughs> it is. It's a good movie. Oh, it's classic. And then a lot of these movies are, or a lot of these games are coming in 2020. But Borderlands 3 is actually coming later this year, and that game looks amazing. We actually got mm-hmm. playable on the show floor, and I've never played either of the first two yeah. Borderlands game, and I'm all into the entire series. Like I need to go back and get huh. into it with the new classes and the new world. So. Everything's been on one world, and now they're expanding out so you can go to different planets in the galaxy. And they announced yeah. while we were there gotcha. that uh, the Handsome Collection is now part of Xbox Game Pass, so you'll be able to go ahead and start yeah. playing anytime you want. And I think I will. Full circle. Well, it's all tied together. Yeah. They're great yeah, It's a game series I've always wanted to play, and I never got a chance to. But visually, oh. this new game looks amazing, so I'll dive in. I'll check it out. Those, those games are fun. There's a great humor to them as well. The whole claptrap thing is your little guide when you go in. Nice. He's like the bumbling idiot that helps you get started. But the gun selection and stuff in that game, you just run around opening crates and you never know what you're going to get. The gun could look like it does nothing and then it could take out every enemy in one shot. It's amazing. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
There's a, it's like yeah, a ration the, and clink. Well, there's a lot of pick up a class. weapon compared to what you already have. No, I don't want that one. Pick up right, a weapon. Right. You're constantly doing that. But then every once in a while, you just find that that one Perfect. that just yes. wreaks havoc. And then you go to town. I love it. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I still have not played these games, but I've seen all of the advertisements for them. And, and I'm not sure if I'm ready to jump in. There's, it seems to be too many games right now for me before I can <laughs> jump into a whole new series. <laughs> Well, Borderlands 2 has a good, I believe it's up to four player co op online. Oh, so if you guys wanted, y'all could all dive to in say together. We need to do the co op more. That was the takeaway from this mm-hmm. whole kind of Xbox briefing. I'm like, we could stream that together. We could yeah. stream that together. Because, oh, nice. you know, Bleeding Edge was another game they announced is coming to Game Pass. It's like Overwatch, but like grittier. And it's just 4v4 online combat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, looks it, did, looks it did look awesome. like Overwatch. It looked nice. almost exactly like Overwatch. It did. I thought it was. I was like, <laughs> yeah, is this another exactly. Overwatch game? <laughs> Not that it's bad. I just thought that looked, looked, looked like Overwatch. So I'd definitely check that out, too. I almost um, said. I, I think that's the great thing about Game, game Pass is you get to check out all these mm-hmm. games. That I never would have before. Get on I it. never would have. Get on and it. I would, yeah, I'm not going to pay 60 bucks for this. I oh, was yeah, sitting just, next to Trevor, and I feel like he almost was whispering. He, I think he even whispered, oh, yeah, this is Overwatch. <laughs> I had some snide remark about every single trailer, but that's just me. That's, I'm that's sure Trevor. you did. That's just Trevor. <laughs> that's just Trevor. Confirming. I just looked it up. Borderlands 2, four-player online co-op. Yeah. So you guys Ooh-wee. need to dive in and get second place on that one. Oh, yeah, nice. Trust me, we're even really in co-op, good I think second, second place you place. lose in the story mode. <laughs> <laughs> you either finish it or you're second place. Yeah. Well, then we're guaranteed. Get 99.9% of the way there and then just turn it off. Nice. Because <laughs> the new mode has the co-op and then they have the new class that lets you become a mech where you're a regular character, you turn into a mech. And then Bleeding Edge has like the same exact character where you can become a mech. It was pretty funny seeing those trailers so close together. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that the Granny character or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah Granny. Yeah. That was one yeah. of the names. Granny. What a name. Oh, yeah. It was like this. It's like an old woman and she like flips a switch on her arm and she turns into this giant mech barreling yeah. through everybody. <laughs> That's great. Here comes Granny. Pretty much. Yeah. Watch out. <laughs> You expect to see a walker coming in. Uh, right. <laughs> Ooh, speaking Slamming of people with it. Oh, speaking, speaking of walkers. Of no, I love it. That's an excellent transition. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars is coming. <laughs> no, wait. Sully did it. <laughs> take, don't try to claim that. I, I uh. tried to claim it, man. I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's perfect, though, because we have two different Star Wars games. First is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which mm-hmm. is... Their next installment of, you know, we had Battlefront 2. It has a mm-hmm. single-player campaign that not that many people really gave attention to. You know, this is an online multiplayer game. And so this right. kind of builds on that idea and just focuses only on the single-player. It's said during that Rogue One time period where the Jedi Order has fallen after Episode 3 and it's before Episode 4 turns out. And we find another scattered Jedi who you get to play as and have all those Jedi abilities going against Death Troopers and imperial units all over the galaxy sign well, me yeah, up i mean did you guys get a chance to play that at yeah. all was it playable no 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 uh, that, that's right, the thing wondering. i'm interested in the scene though is how easy is it to use each i guess uh ability ability that's what i was thinking too i'm like it seemed like it was very complex yeah, there were so many things that they were trailer. doing like slowing it down to see okay how you're gonna do that 
Uh, so I guess, I guess we're yeah, they had one person walking it through, you know, but okay. you don't get an idea of how to do anything when yeah. a guy's up there on stage right. playing it. Yeah. I mean, visually it looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do like it. Um, you kind of like sneak it around too. Cause you're, I guess the, you know, one of the last Jedi and they think they're all wiped out. So you got to kind of have to, you know, play it low key in the game, I guess. Loki. Um, Loki. Uh, yeah, it's different uh, than yes. Force Unleashed. You know, Force Unleashed is the whole Sith side of things. Lord. And so that, that this is the more regular take. Jedi thing. Yeah, because I really love the Force Unleashed games. Those are so much fun. Because it's just, you know, it's just all out Jedi stuff. And this seems more, I don't know, it just seems different. I'm, I'm really intrigued in how it's going to play. Well, not, it's definitely more story driven because it's kind of like, you know, Rebels, the cartoon show during the same time period, you have Kanan as kind of this last Jedi. And then he finds right. Ezra. And so then there's two Jedis. And now we have here another Jedi. How many lost Jedis can they keep building out in the same I exact know. time period? Well, <laughs> as long as we're alive, I'm pretty sure there'll be a new one every year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Always. On some you even get to fight K2SO during the segment of the game. I saw or that. At least oh, yeah? one of them. There you not go. The oh. particular one. Did he uh, talk back to you at all? Say funny quips as you're fighting him? Check the uh, game page and see if Alan Tudyk is listed one of the, as one yeah. of the voices. And you'll, you'll know. Uh, <laughs> probably is, I bet. This would be kind of fun. God bless that man. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Close, personal friend of Nathan Fillion. Oh. No, no, no. I wish. Oh, no. I have in my Rolodex. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hanging with Nathan and Alan last weekend. No big deal. So, Jedi Fallen Order is definitely one to keep an eye on. But then, mm-hmm. Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga, we got episodes one through nine that they've recreated. And we actually got to see playable of this on the show floor. And They've made it so you can jump between any of the episodes at any time. Like, oh, I'm here on Tatooine, but I want to focus on A New Hope. And it's like, oh, now we want to do a mission that's over, you know, based on when Anakin was there or whatever the case may be. Right. That's awesome. It is awesome. But how I mean, if you can jump between movies and scenes like I, how does that how is that going to work? I don't, I'm not understanding how like, for instance, for a story mode. How can you go about doing that? The story mode, the generic story mode plays through the way of the movies with the added Lego humor. But you can just open world explore oh, okay. the recreation of the Star Wars universe in the game. So you just go to like to a hub and then you select a, a world. And you just go into like, I'm going to focus on the Outer Rim or I'm going to go back yeah. to Coruscant Kinda or I'm like going to go Destiny to Endor. Almost. That's how they Whatever do Whatever the case. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah, with all the planets. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, that makes sense. And you can be like, hey, you know what? I'm feeling kind of dark side today. Or I'm feeling like, you know, prequel era today. I'll just yeah, and then you can switch world. out all the characters because when you're playing through the game, it's right. like I'm playing as Lando and then you get to a portion where you need to translate with a robot and you need to call out C-3PO or now I need Luke's Jedi ability to move this rock out of the way. Always. Oh, sweet. The force is moving rocks, remember. I'm, Prog- I'm still kind of sitting <laughs> on the fact that Prog wants to revisit the prequels so it was just a suggestion <laughs> was that sitting you said sitting <laughs> yeah, yes he's just it, trying Prog- to appreciate every single movie from this series come on that's true he is he exactly. is not a fanboy he is an absolute fan i am not a fanboy he loves those movies from man. start to finish there is not one scene he doesn't like <laughs> prog said i'm feeling a little dark side today and i wanted to hand him a snickers 
Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't that be an amazing commercial? That like, would be great. You're Darth Vader, and then you hand him a Snickers, and it turns into be, I don't know. It's like, oh, Turn, Turns into Anakin Skywalker and goes, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> not bad. No, that's regression. Or no, just recreate the scene on Mustafar where he has the high ground. He's like, here, have a Snickers. And it's all worked out. Okay, there's no other films. It's all good. Mustafa's in Lion King. Now you're just crossing over. That's true. Musta. Say it again. Say it again. Mustafa. Say it again. Mustafa. Mustafa. Say it again. And then on the hardware side of things, you have first off the Elite Series Two controller, which that that looks absolutely amazing. Like I never had the Series One. Yeah, Insta purchase. And when I say Insta purchase, I mean I actually bought it in the room on my phone. Oh my god, you're kidding me! No, once I saw the price tag, I was like, yeah. Oh no! Once you once you have held one of those sweet sweet Elite Mm. babies in your hand, you know you got to keep going. That first one was uh, was a work of art. And this next yeah. one's even better. I, that is one huh. one high end purchase. I do not regret. Yeah, I'm just not that good at video games. I don't know how well I would do with this controller. Well, you buy the controller, it does it for you. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. that's what I'm hoping. You get to. I'm all of a sudden str- good. The, Let me give you yeah, my referral of the joysticks, man. Everything. So it's, like, it's, so it's like a game genie, but as a controller. Yeah. yeah. Oh, game okay. Show. All right. I, I can like do that. Yeah, you even have can set up different profiles. Like, say mm-hmm. you customize the controls for Fortnite, or then you customize them for Rocket League. You have it set on different little three little profiles on the controller. Yeah, I got you. You can adjust the tension. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It is. It's the Lexus or the. uh, Yeah, exactly. It's the Tesla of the game controller. Tesla makes. I was gonna say Cadillac, but yeah, Tesla makes sense. (laughs) Hey, old man. Mm. (laughs) I'm a Cadillac. Shout out. You put Cadillac in front of me. I love him. Dorian, go to go to GameStop, pre-order it. Twenty dollars down. You pay it as you go up until November. By pre-ordering, look at, look at this. By okay. pre-ordering in the room, I got the extra D-pad that is the I E3 2019 exclusive. And then in our Fan Fest bag, did y'all look in the pocket in the front? There's yeah, another yeah. D-pad in there for mm. that was for Fan Fest. So now I have three I separate ones. Mm. Mm. Fancy. Oh, yeah. yeah what, what kind of fun swag did you guys all get by by going to Fan Fest? Ooh, man, they hooked us up. Yeah, it just the, the hits kept on coming. They like they to tease gave us, us an elite controller. Nah, we were hoping. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> well, we did get a pair of one hundred and fifty dollars headphones. Nice. Yeah, I saw Cheese yeah. talking about that. A one yeah, year, we got twelve awesome. months of their new Game Pass Ultimate service. Yep. Oh heck yeah! So right Which there, great because I just updated my Game Pass. So I guess I'm gonna <laughs> of have course. to. You can and- convert it. Oh, okay. Yep. They, good, they yeah, have good, a good, setup good. to convert it for a dollar, and then you can add this twelve months on top of that because you can have oh, up to thirty-six fantastic. months on your account. Yep. Good, good, good. Oh, nice. Yeah. They were really just you giving guys. it away. They were, they were playing Oprah in the room. They're like, "Hey, we got this controller. <laughs> Everybody were. gets a controller. You get a controller." No. Oh, <laughs> then they gave us the Sea of Thieves backpack with all kinds of swag inside, yeah. and the more pockets you went into, the more stuff there was. We got a Lego figure and. V bucks. Oh, so they stuffed the pockets. Geez. I like that. They did. Yeah, I, that's fun. I was surprised to see that. I thought I was yeah, going to. Was... busy putting that together. What's that? <laughs> yeah, the interns must have been busy putting those together. Huh? <laughs> it was only twelve hundred of them. Oh. I'm kind of surprised they didn't throw in at least one Gears of War pop. Mm. You should have uh, worked on that. Mm. That would have been interesting. Mm. I thought Maybe so they didn't check out the talk about Gears of War pop. That's like, oh, that's yeah. why he's there. <laughs> no, I bought yep. I bought my own ticket, and that I'm just sure happened to be a nice, happy coincidence. I'm sure you're a little over talking about pops all the time. 
Not at all. I'm still a oh, hardcore okay. collector. Yes. <laughs> but I will not confirm or deny any upcoming releases. Oh, no. Of course not. No one's asking. Yet. <laughs> well, I'm not on here, man. No, Wait till we hang up on this call. Then the... <laughs> <laughs> Then they hung up well, on I think, me. Uh, I think they should just streamline the whole pop process and forget the forget the boxes. Just put them in like a little Ziploc bag when they sell them now. I think that'd be easier. Yeah, and forget, forget all the licensing stuff. Let's just you, make yeah. them. <laughs> you think about the hard-working people in the art department that work You're on those right. boxes. You're absolutely right. They're people too, I think too, about prob. them all the time. I think about them too. <laughs> And then I open my box and I take my pop out. You do what you want when you purchase it, but it's coming in a box, sir. Yeah, I mean, that kind of ties into Gears Pop, which was actually up on stage. It's coming. It's a mobile game. It's coming this September. You can pre-order it on iOS and Android. And right now, you can get on there. That way, the day it comes right out, it, it loads up on your mobile device. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. Maybe that'll be my intro to the game. Yeah, I mean, hey. it's a nice happy medium between the Gears franchise and Funko Pops because I mean, most of the Gears is like hardcore, lots of blood mm -hmm. and guts. You can't have that on a mobile game that you want kids to play too. This is a nice in the middle. Uh, they showed a little bit of the gameplay there at uh, E3, so you get an idea of what you're looking at. But trust me, when that just that's just scraping the surface, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty amazing. But what gets me is like you get Gears Five, Gears Pop, mm -hmm. and Borderlands Three all come out within like ten days of one another. Whew. Yeah, yeah, this is time play. I might have to take a week <laughs> off and just game. Jeez, it's gonna be. And a so this busy, gears, busy this time. gears pop game. This is a top down game, right? You like yes. you look at the board, you're shooting each other. Is it strategy based? You're just shooting each other. It's what, strategy what's kind of based. The, the, there is mm -hmm. definitely okay. strategy involved. Yeah, you're gonna have to think about when you play, how you play. You'll cool. be able to go against other people online. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's best and not like to play at work. The, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they have the okay. animated cutscenes, you know, from the little animated Funko shorts. Those are like pop up in the game based on certain sequences. That's awesome. Oh yeah, you're gonna see a okay. lot of cool stuff in there. Microsoft is behind it 100, percent and they're really knocking it out of the park. Wow, cool. that's fantastic. Like that. Excited. Very cool. Nice. And I guess, I mean, when you're talking about mobile devices, you have to talk about Project X Cloud, which is Microsoft's version of Google Stadia, which are both going head to head to essentially have those companies, big, huge servers, run your games so that you don't need a big, fancy device to play the games. And during the Microsoft briefing, they didn't really go much into xCloud. They're like, Seems we're offering like xCloud. Stay tuned for more later. <laughs> but the, I think they just wanted to be here. They had demo units out there showing it. I mean, mm -hmm. I got a little yeah, hands on. That was, nice. If that is legitimately how it works, very impressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they well, had a setup the... where there was like a harness to your controller mm -hmm. that yeah, holds that your thing. phone. Yeah, that looked rad. Like that would be amazing. Yeah. That's my that's my one reason why I don't play those kind of games on my phones because the controller. I'm like, I'm, mm -hmm. my hands are on the screen and my thumbs are getting in the way. I can't see what I'm doing. But if I can have a separate controller attached to it, that'd be great. Well, that's here you. now, right? You're old. I want to get my iOS 13 is gonna let you play games. On your okay. iPhone with the Xbox or PlayStation yeah. controller. That's so, gonna be amazing. It's it's all coming to a head. Uh, yeah, that's imagine that's awesome. you get your, your iPad Pro, a huge screen, you take yeah. it with you, you, set it up in a hotel room, get on the high speed internet, and it's like you never left the house. They have high speed internet at hotels. Well, mm -hmm. you know, for the right price. <laughs> you know. They know okay. a guy. Depends on the hotel. <laughs> no. yeah. Depends, Depends on how much you're paying. Yeah. <laughs> 
God. I've not had a good Every one of them really is a crapshoot. You never know. You're either going to get really good Wi-Fi or every once in a while, I'll actually take my own Ethernet cable because if you can get a hardwired connection, that's the way to go. Yes, I've done that before too. That works really well, actually. I always have one in the pocket on the outside of my suitcase along with an HDMI cable because you never know when Mm -hmm. you're going to need either. Yeah, HDMI cables work really well too. They never take up any space. Nice. Exactly. Yeah, I've done that for a few Comic-Cons now. Did you guys sign up for Google Stadia? No. no, I did. <laughs> I but I I did it as a precautionary measure because yeah. like one of the things they touted was you'll get first dibs on your gamer tag, mm-hmm. and that oh. to me that would be pretty amazing to finally have Sully instead of I, would. my Kraken Five, which I love, but oh, I would yeah. rather have one name across everything. <laughs> uh, that would be but nice. uh, I, I'm going to keep my eye on it between now and the yeah. time it actually ships, which is not till like October. And if mm-hmm. between now and then I feel like it's not the deal I thought it would be, I'll just cancel it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's a good point. I could do that. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. Is, yeah. The deal for me is just kind of seeing how it plays out. Yep. To me, right now, it seems too good to be true to see how they're saying everything's going to be for it to be a streaming service like Netflix, like for gaming, to see how <clears throat> how hard it's going to hit everybody's, uh, I guess, internet services. In the words that uh, mm-hmm. is going to have a data cap. To where is it gonna start slowing down real fast? I think I was listening to one podcast they were talking about like uh, I think it was Assassin's Creed alone. It was like a one terabyte to to just stream maybe a couple of of I guess chapters of it. So what? if that's wow. if that's the case, it's gonna be pretty tough Ooh. to do that. Yeah, and their their catalog of games is very limited. I mean, mm-hmm. Destiny's on there, which is awesome. That's a great one to that's start. That's the reason with, why. That's the reason why I didn't do it. Yeah, if you're not gonna, yeah. if they keep touting stuff is coming in 2020, but if if there's no promise of future games, mm-hmm. and I know I'll, I've already got the Xbox Game Pass and the X Cloud Gaming mm-hmm. is coming, do I need Stadia yeah. at all? Right. Yeah. It's like Apple streaming TV service. Like uh, they didn't really have that much to offer. Yeah. So yeah. if they had more titles, sure. Yeah, I would probably do it, but nothing much at launch for me personally. Content is yeah. king. Yeah, yeah. yeah. U- Ubisoft was saying that they're gonna introduce their UPlay into Stadia, so it's gonna become available for I think it's like fifteen dollars a month. So what it's seeming now is that Stadia is like, uh, I guess they're they're the hub, and then they'll offer you different services within that. So oh, it's like you're gonna U- buy channels. Yeah, so like you're paying instead you're, of buying HBO, you're buying Ubisoft. Yeah, so you have your nine ninety nine a month with for for Stadia, then you'll have okay. your fifteen dollars a month for UPlay. And then whatever Bethesda and everybody else is going to do, just, it starts adding up after a while. Yes, yeah. it's yeah, it Apple does. TV, but even worse because you're yeah. paying a base yeah. price. Yes, yeah, so it's 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 kind of tough to see how this. Like I said, I want to see how it goes for people that play it. I, I mean, like I said, I wanted to be on the same boat as you, Sully, is buy be a, a founding member of it and just kind of doing that. But then part of me is like, well, I don't know. It's like I don't. I feel like maybe it's going to be a flop. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's uh, Google's attempt to push people to get Google Fiber into their houses, and that's yeah. how they're going to make it work. It's not so like it's really a, that big of an option. You either yeah. live in one of those cities or not. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, you have the golden ticket or you don't. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, I think they probably had that press conference in advance of E3, one, to stand out, but two, because they, they knew a little bit about Project X gaming yep. getting announced and yep. said, we got to get ahead of this and see if we can get people's dollars before they're swayed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. And then Microsoft, maybe since they saw Google Stadia wasn't, you know, this big competitor, they're like, we're going to hold off on details. And instead, we're going to tell you about Project Scarlet, which is going coming Ooh. in 2020. 
and this is like the most powerful console we could ever imagine. And just forget that we told you we're creating a service where you could run it on your phone. So they have this cool yeah. diverging <laughs> business strategy. And I mean, but the, taking Scarlet by itself, that is an absolutely beastly yeah. machine to play games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, you, it's, it's like doubled everything. You think that the X is, is, is amazing. It was just kind of like, oh, man, my X, I don't even want to look at it anymore. It's, it's, it's nothing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so sad. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Yeah, they actually were saying it was quadrupled the speed of the Project oh, One X. Then. Jeez. Yeah, which. Holy cow. Wow. Are you having Project 120 One X? frames per second for some of these new games? Wow. Now they're I mean, just think the realism. Oh, go ahead, That's so. like 1080p was already enough, and then mm-hmm. and I'm like, can it get any better? And then along came 4K. I'm like, okay, it can get better. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so 120. Now comes 8K. Here we go. Well, yeah. It's interesting how I think PlayStation announced it, and then oh no, who is it? It's a PlayStation Stadia that announced the 8K. Oh, it's PlayStation about 8K uh, compatible. And then now uh, Xbox is saying that they're 8K, um, I guess, compatible for the future. So it's just interesting to see how, I mean, to me, it's like, does it really matter if it's there already? Or is it just kind of a gimmick to try to get people to, to oh, want to so purchase? It's a gimmick, I think, yeah. for right now. We don't even have the TVs out there much yeah. yet. So. so they got a fuel CES, so now we can go look at 8K TVs in Vegas <laughs> no. in January. Well, and how are they going to be able to develop games at an 8K level? Yeah. I mean, you use that new $6,000 Mac Pro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> With that $1,000 screen stand. Yeah. Well, you use it like $30,000 to get everything like that. Yeah, yeah, there's a maxed out one. You can edit three <laughs> continuous streams of 8K video, though. So that's how you develop that kind of stuff. That's, I need that for my daily life. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's our role. Yeah, to set up a whole room, never go outside. I'd be like in real life. Just... So should we get Hello? to the convention floor well, now? Well, before that, well, you're missing still, one big thing. I do want to mention Halo Infinite, yes. which is coming hand in hand <laughs> oh, holiday right. 2020 with Project Scarlet. I've never played a Halo game. Master Chief means absolutely nothing to me. Uh, but, but it does so mean something to spice, someone spice here. <laughs> it was great to see it, though. I was like, cool, that's cool. <laughs> what have you been playing? How have you not played any of these tentpole games? Trevor PlayStation Giga. guy? Were you a PlayStation guy? That's what you were before. Yeah, I'm PlayStation and that's Nintendo. He's mobile. I'm yeah. just new into Xbox. No, like get Game Pass, you get the Master Chief collection in there, Yeah, play play the first Halo all the way up to 5, and you'll you'll figure out why it's such a an awesome game. It's amazing. Yeah, I played, I've played a lot of Halo. It's not, it's okay. It wasn't my thing. I'm not, I'm not very good at first-person shooters. That's a big <laughs> yeah, part of it, too. That's the thing, yeah. It's, it's so, a challenge. It's a challenge. Listeners, I wish me. you could see facial expressions. They're the best. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are just, I, I think y'all have taken years off my life. Oh, I've never seen this. I've never played oh, that. Oh, you're so young now. I've oh, never seen man. Back to the Future or The Matrix. I don't know what, what? you're talking about. <laughs> see, <laughs> that's, that's fighting see, words, friends. Hey, saying you never played Halo is about the same as saying you've never seen Back to the Future to me. Oof. Yeah. That's least, both for me. At least that's the reason why I bought Xbox. <laughs> that's crazy. crazy. One time, that was about well, see, it. Well, so, what's your take on this then, Sully? What, what your this reveal for the trailer on the new Halo? I mean, it looks beautiful, yeah. but until we see some some real go time gameplay, I'm I'm gonna be hesitant. I'm sure yeah. I'm gonna like it, but I, I don't know what to fully expect until we see more. Yeah, and it was weird because it was such a long trailer where nothing happened. I was like, well, okay, so they're gonna I, show it now. No, they're going to show it now. They're definitely going to show it now. They don't. Well, it's not coming for a year and a half. It's just story. Yeah. I know, but it was like, it was a long trailer for that purpose. It would have been better if I think it were a short and sweet kind of fun trailer, but I don't know. I mean, we'll get plenty of marketing opportunities between now and next, next Christmas or whenever it comes out. Oh, definitely. God, isn't that the truth? 
Yeah, and I'm sure it's going to look great on that 8K television. Imagine streaming. FanFest 2020. The, yes, yeah. that's what, what they're, they're going to show you with Halo. I'm going to be there. I have to be there. I think I might have to go as well. Would you guys all there. show up? Yeah. Maybe. I think I might. Come all I mean, the way out to Sandy, or not Sandy, LA. Yeah. All the way out. All you way can go to here. San Diego. I'll grab your I'm ticket. Gonna... <laughs> hey, man, you guys can come to San Diego. I got, I got a garage you guys can pop a cot in. That's I mean, true. that's the obviously E3 next year is the year that a lot of people are going to show up, to be honest, because mm-hmm. everybody that's knew that year. this year wasn't going to be as big as reveals for certain things. They what? just knew that. No, for real. I mean, as a it's gamer, yeah. there's no new consoles being announced this year. Oh, yeah, people okay. wait on the console cycles, yeah. even though the Project Scarlet's going to be probably the last console that Microsoft ever makes. Yeah, more than likely, yep. it seems like it's the end yeah. of the consoles after that. That's why they're pushing all this money into it. It's this, their, their end. It's a dying breed, man. Well, but they're, they're yeah. already on the right path. This subscription mm-hmm. model is where the money's at. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yes, it is. And what they'll do is get the subscriptions going. They'll include all these games, but then you're still going to have to buy other games. And that's when they'll have mm-hmm. their own mm-hmm. other titles that aren't included. So you're already paying the 15 a month, and you're going to drop 60 bucks on games. For this Elise game yep. that you can only yeah. get. Yeah. And then they'll have ultimate tier. So for twenty nine ninety nine a month, you get more <laughs> stuff. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Yeah. yeah, special skins. <laughs> I will and say, boxes. You, you guys have mentioned the, you know, or you've mentioned, Sully, the $60, $60 per game. It's actually kind of amazing that people are still paying $60 a game, even though games when we were in the 80s were $60 and they have never bumped up in price, even though the graphics are getting better every year. So I'm True. pretty impressed yeah. by by these game developers and and all these companies that, stick with that $60 price point. It seems high sometimes, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, back in 1992, games were $60. So good on them for keeping that price point. Tried and true. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's really interesting because back then you had, what, a one big game release a quarter maybe? Yeah. If that. Yeah. And so now you would think the prices would go up, but the competition has increased so much mm-hmm. that you can't that too. you can't go to a hundred dollars and get away with it unless you are right. putting out the next Halo yeah. or Gears game and then and then they did the total opposite. They give us the game as part of this subscription oh. model. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Right. Mind blowing. Yeah. Go go Microsoft Which, at a really good E three. You think of like I, I always would justify Halo when I when I bought Halo two because I played thousands of hours legitimately of halo 2 multiplayer so that came down to like a penny an hour in entertainment <laughs> value <laughs> right, right, right. You versus like a 14 dollar movie ticket halo was the bargain <laughs> that's a great way of looking at it right there man i've been married a long time yeah there you go okay <laughs> <laughs> gotta justify it. economics yeah you do so how was the uh, convention floor it was pretty I don't know. I was kind of disappointed, for, to be completely honest. Oh. It's like, wow, I, I wasn't expecting that. I at found all. spending most of my time at the Fortnite booth because I'm an idiot. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not too big an idiot considering the outcome. <laughs> so oh, I yeah, guess I can tell that it. fun little story. I went to the Fortnite booth and they have the little time trial set up. And there's a line of like 10 people. I'm like, okay, I'll give it a try. And they have this custom creator mode where you have to make it through in under seven minutes. And they're like, here you go. You can play right here. And it's on a PC. So I spent like the first five minutes learning how to play on the PC. That was fun. But it took me like 15 minutes and I figured out the whole path of the obstacle course. So I went and I got back in line. And then this time they gave me an Xbox controller and I did it in like five minutes. It was super easy. And then I got to spin the wheel and I was like, how hard can I spin it? And he's like, 
it'll take forever to stop. And so I just kind of push it with like my left arm or whatever. And it, it goes on and he's like, you want to land on this summer block party section, because if you do that, you get to go up on stage for this weekend's party. And I see that section go by and I'm like, well, I guess it's not going to land on anything. I was like socks, Aww. bracelet. And then game console appears. I wasn't even looking that far on the thing. And it somehow stopped on game <laughs> console. And they're like, do you want an Xbox nice. or a Nintendo Switch? And I'm like, Xbox One X, that would be cool. And the guy comes oh. and brings it out. And I'm like, do I need to sign anything? Is there any? No, you can leave. And so I just, I just <laughs> took the box and left. You just see him Great. sprinting out of the convention yeah. center. They made a mistake somehow. They're lost. I'm out. Well, that's pretty cool, though. That's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, this is the year of Trevor, Mm because I don't think you've lost at any con that you've been to this year so far. Right? Wow. That's for sure. (laughs) Well, maybe (laughs) it's one of y'all next year, because it was Josh's year last year, so. Yeah. Was it? I'll see. Okay. Nice. Hmm, next year, 2020, what's it going to be? Best of luck with that. What else was going on? I mean, how was... But, I mean, so, shoot, yeah, Sully, how was the uh, Funko The big booth? difference of the con this year, I mean, is just the West Hall. Last year, you have Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. This year, there's yep. no Microsoft and Sony. There's just a Nintendo booth. And you can notice that right away. Hmm. I wonder why Microsoft decided to back out, considering they still had such a big presence there otherwise. I, I guess it's because yeah. you could still go inside the theater. They had all from FanFest, yeah. they still had all that unit set up. So that was like their booth. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, all those big companies are trying to do their own thing. So they get their own spotlight. Mm-hmm. But at what point do they all do that? And it totally dilutes E3 and nobody wants to go to E3 anymore. What's the point? Yeah. It's, well, it's getting and at the same time, who's going to pay the money to go to every single one of these cons? Who's going to yeah. go to a Nintendo, an Xbox, a PlayStation, a Sony, a this, a that, and continue on? I mean, I don't know. It's, that's a good question because they are. I mean, that's the way it's at going Disney. at this point. Yeah. Disney and Star Wars taking away stuff from Comic Con and people are still going to celebration in D23. It's this, yeah, it's the same thing with Comic Cons. <sighs> I mean, it's crazy. WB has already pulled out or did yeah. DC pull out as well? DC's DC. not in Hall H, but they said they'll have some stuff outside. Right. I mean, it's slowly becoming. I, I don't It I don't happened know what to CES right a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. Because Apple's never gone to CES, and then Samsung sees that, and, you know, Panasonic sees it, and Hawaii sees it, and they're like, well, we'll just do our own Apple thing. And then Mm -hmm. Google is doing their own thing. And so the tech company set this up, and now video game companies are like, we can do the same thing. Why are we going to pay E3 tens of thousands of dollars to host in their space? We'll just go get, like, an old abandoned theater in downtown LA and host our own thing. When you can live stream it to the whole world while you Mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what Nintendo does now. mm -hmm. But there's something about being there. That's what made that fan fest so exciting. Mm -hmm. We were in the room. We we paid the price. We won the lottery. We got across the country for some of us. We we did what it took to be there. And they delivered for you guys. And they still live streamed it. For sure. Oh, yeah. But compared to the live stream, being there was just, it was. I think you guys said it earlier. It was like being at a Super Bowl party. I yeah. mean, it felt, yeah, it the the energy of everybody and everything like that. You're not going to get that out of a live stream. Oh no, of course not. No. Yeah. So I mean, just walking around the show floor, since everyone's not going over to the West Hall for those three big companies, mm-hmm. there's more people over in the South Hall, and you know, Bethesda and Ubisoft, they have longer lines. You know, that Cyberpunk 2770 line. It was reminiscent of the Funimation booth last year. People are like 
shoving each other to get into this line. Wow. Well, I guess so. It's the hot title. Yeah, right now, but I it think. just it yeah. pushes it to the third party titles when the first party isn't right. there. Which is kind of fun. It's good. Good for yeah, them. I definitely think. Definitely good for them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess. Was there anything cool you yeah, saw on the show about... floor, Sully? I mean, I didn't get to walk around all that much. I love the Mortal Kombat booth just from the uh, from what they were offering Fatality. those cool gifts mm-hmm. that you could make. I like yeah, stuff was, like oh, that. They, yeah. You were they drinking understood the marketing. blood out of the heart. Oh, yeah. I saw that. That was real. That was uh, somebody was acting <laughs> was up on the show floor. <laughs> I took him out. No, I thought that was cool. Come I like on. the interactive stuff that's made for the fans. I mean, sure, we can all see the games, but getting hands-on and getting those kind of interactions, swag. I saw some Mortal Kombat uh, shirts running around I didn't get, and then the Project uh, 20, or the... Um, we just said the name of it, 2077. Cyberpunk? Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. I keep wanting to call it Project Red. That's the yeah. company that makes it. Company. Anyway, they were giving yeah. away these sweet yellow reversible jackets. Yeah. Uh, yeah people were walking around cool. with. Yeah. yeah. They gave them they on like Tuesday a... and Wednesday, and I went on Thursday, and they're like, oh, we're out. Oh, oh no. But you've got that an sucks. Xbox, yeah, so, you know, I, I first can't complain yeah, about yeah, anything. Don't worry. Can't get it all. I mean, it definitely seemed to me to be slower than last year. I was there. We were on yeah. the opposite end of the South Hall, and uh, I f- felt like we had more foot traffic coming by the Funko booth. So this year felt slower. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still had yeah. plenty of lines at our booth, but I didn't feel like in the afternoon there were as many people. So I don't know if they were spread out in other areas or maybe because there's all these other ones, these companies have gone off on their own. Maybe the uh, industry people weren't hanging around as long. Maybe. Yeah, because yeah, industry people get in three hours early on the first two days, and then you you can buy, yep. anybody can buy a gamer pass to get in. But then once those gamer passes get in, it gets busy. But E3 is never like Comic-Con busy, where you're shoulder to shoulder walking down aisles. No. Thank That's God. what it seemed like, based on the videos. Yeah. That you have some room to breathe. There's definitely room to breathe. And, and then nice. it, it changes the interaction between people because it's not a Comic-Con. You do have these industry people that are dressed nicer. It's really easy to figure out which ones they are. I saw oh, more sure. celebrities, different types of celebrities, which I thought was interesting. Got to meet Naomi mm-hmm. Kyle. Hello. Mm, I saw that. Oh, yeah, nice. That was so fun. Yeah. It was, was a good day. <laughs> now, did either did any one of you meet uh, Jessica Chabot at all? I saw before? her. I was within Steve about ten feet of her, but I didn't meet her. She was at uh, the fan fest as well. I saw she her was, updating yeah. pictures on her Twitter from it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, it seemed like that was kind of fun to run into those other kind of industry types, like you were saying, different kind of celebrities. Yeah, I met uh, I met Rahul Kohli from iZombie. Nice. Yeah, he's a, a voice in Gears Five. And he does some live streaming himself, so he was there walking around and super, super nice guy. Just, I went up to him. I'm just a sh- regular schmo and talked to him, and he stopped and made eye contact and was like really, like really interactive. Where some of these celebrities just cool. keep moving, you know? Mm-hmm. Of course. Well, it's kind of cool too. Is now that all these games are using celebrity voices, you know, those people are more inclined to come to these kind of events. Yep. So you're like, you probably weren't expecting those people to be there, and now they're there. Because they're lending their voices like Keanu Reeves. Yep. Yeah, Keanu. That's kind of cool. Xavier Woods from the WWE, mm-hmm. plus a, a couple yeah. other WWE guys, but he's been big on the gaming front for years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like they had a few of those guys playing the, uh, what was it, Gears of War that they were playing mm-hmm. uh, on stage. Yep. So that was kind of cool, too, to see that. Yeah, again, fun, yeah, I'm... that's fun for the fans. That that uh, chance to rub really elbows is. with some people that uh, that you look up to and you consider influencers. Yeah, I got to see Peely at the Fortnite booth. I mean... Talking about a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Trevor's icon. I hope right you. 
I hope you got his autograph because that's bananas. Nice. Man. Oh, oh Brock. there he is. <laughs> Don't forget to tip your waitress. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, and then I guess we haven't talked about Nintendo because honestly, we started this podcast with a Mario intro and there was no Mario game and I can't even get excited. Like they're talking about yeah. we're working on Breath of Wild 2. It may come eventually. Working yeah, on. okay. Yeah, like 2023 <laughs> maybe. That's super exciting. And then Luigi's Mansion yeah. 3 they announced. I didn't even know there was a 2. I still haven't figured <laughs> out that there was <laughs> one. Is, yeah. And then Animal Crossing, Previous. the huh. only announcement was that it's delayed until March 20th, 2020. That was disappointing. Mm-hmm. So I, I couldn't yeah. really get excited about the Nintendo booth. Yeah, yeah no. that's not a lot of delivery there, for sure. Yeah, it's kind of surprising, Nintendo, lately. They came out the Switch, and I was expecting this to be, like, kind of the new thing, and they were going to start coming up with better titles and more often, and they haven't been, so... Yeah, they're I still relying yeah, on I first felt... party, and they can only make those so fast. I haven't yeah. felt yeah. Uh, moved to buy a Nintendo game Ooh. in quite a while. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there hasn't really been anything that's stuck out. Yeah, pretty much in the past yeah. couple of um, well, I guess say in about a year. Yeah, since Odyssey came yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. I did just find out Mortal Kombat 11 is also available on there. Yep. I didn't know that, so yeah. I might. Yeah. Which is interesting. You can check to the eShop. They're doing a big sale. I don't know if the sale's still going on. Do you think on, it's till they're... the 18th? Okay. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. So it's on sale right now at the eShop. Well, there yeah. you go. Well, and speaking of Mortal Kombat, I do a little throwback with Arcade One Up. They're, oh, uh, that jumbo-sized one? Oh, yeah, yeah, they made the jumbo arcades. I love what they're doing, man. I, I just saw... Awesome. Uh, yeah, the cabinets look great. Uh, the artwork on the sides are spot on. And I just mm-hmm. saw at Walmart that uh, a few of them went up for like $150. Dude, that's insane. That's half the price. Yeah, they just make it yeah. accessible. Yeah. You know, because those old ones, mm-hmm. you can that's spend crazy. like three grand to buy ones that used to be in the arcade when you were growing up. Or you can buy this exactly. new standalone one for your house that's like 200 bucks. Exactly. Right. And, and they great. look yeah. great. Yeah. They do. I talked to a coworker. He's got four of them in his oh. basement right now, all lined up. Oh, nice. He said he actually got into the point now where he's opening the cabinets up and he's replacing some of the buttons and the okay. uh, controllers with some yeah. higher end stuff that he picked up online nice. to make them even more. But the, the sturdy, the case itself was very sturdy. I was impressed. I played a little Mortal Kombat two on one of them, and that's always been a dream for me to own one of those consoles. Oh, yes. I may buy that. Uh, that arcade one up. Oh, if for I sure. Can get Street yeah. Fighter two Street in Fighter one of those two. things. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, they made they make Street Fighter. Yeah. Street Fighter. You may be able to get it right now. Uh, deluxe. Yeah. Oh. You can go to like yes. Fry's or Best Buy or something like that, and they. I sell spent them. many a day in Seven Eleven spending my quarters on that game. I and spent the thing time with... at Dairy Queen playing Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh, the yeah. thing with these new ones is, uh, or the old ones, the old ones are so unpredictable, mm-hmm. and they they'll break on you. I I own a. Uh, what is this? Time Crisis 2 machine. Love Time Crisis. I love it too. That's why I bought the machine. And yet, right. I, after the first three days of owning it, the uh, CRT TV went out on it. Oh. Yeah. oh, yeah. So now I've got to get a, I've got to find a CRT TV to put in there now. <sighs> Fun times. Imagine if you had to pay a premium for that. Oh, yeah. Because they're hard to find. Sorry, it's vintage. It's on Antiques Roadshow. Like, oh, that's valued at uh, twelve thousand. So I really hope that Arcade One Up makes a uh, <laughs> makes a time crisis. Sorry. I'm so old. <laughs> well, there's something to that. Like, I mean, just like the way. Uh, 
pops have taken over as a great way to show off your your nerd culture, your fandoms mm -hmm. in a physical way. I think that's the same thing with those game cabinets, especially but considering they don't way. take up that much uh, space. You can effectively have one in a bedroom without it taking over, true. but they also have those wall hanging units that are yeah. almost flat against the wall. Yeah. And then they mm -hmm. had some of the oh, the old um Yeah, the bar stool ones. Yeah. I so love cool. Love man. those, man. Love those. They're they're doing some really neat things. The screens on those uh, bar top ones were even clearer. They were a better quality screen than really? the other ones. Yeah, I looked at them. That it was is good to know. Really high resolution, but I mean, with those, you kind of want the old eight bit low res. It's it's part of the experience. I have That's the four K Pac Man yeah. getting eaten by ghosts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those pixels have never looked better, baby. So nice. Yes. Uh, I think there's one other one game that I wanted to mention, and it's an indie game. Yeah. I focus on indie games for my job, and this is specifically on Xbox. It's called 12 Minutes, and it's this awesome time loop idea where you get to play the same 12 minutes over and over again, and you change the decisions you're going to make, and it's going to change it what happens in the gameplay. It's my, it's my kind of game, narrative-based what does Josh think? About, what does Josh think about that? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm just gonna say that I don't know. <laughs> okay. It was a beautiful game. I'll say that. It's from a beautiful the, looking the game, and it, uh, it's a cool premise. I, it's not a game I think I would play, but I I like the way it looked. I like that top down view kind of thing. It was kind of mm -hmm. fun to see, and to see him kind of go like the main character kind of go crazy because he kept being stuck in that time loop. Yeah. I just love playable yeah, TV anything. shows and they're not for everyone, yeah. but TV shows, instead of sitting true, and watching true. 10 episodes, I can actually play through it and change the decisions. I like that. Mm -hmm. I would play that like more on mobile. Than oh, it looks like a mobile Xbox. game. It looks yep. like I'm playing it on yeah. my iPad. I mean, I've yeah. played games like that before. Okay. It'll depend on yeah, the price I... point for me. Cause if I'm paying for just 12 minutes of gameplay, I'm not going to play that much. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I'm sure it's longer than 12 minutes. I think it's the premise is that it's 12 minutes. Thank you for catching that. A little anecdote. When I was a kid, um, I was really into The NeverEnding Story, and it was oh, going to be on TV, yes. and my grandparents were in town, and, they, and I said, you know, I want to watch The NeverEnding Story tonight. My grandma legit thought it was never going to end. It's like, no, I'm not going to let you watch a show called NeverEnding Story. You're still there. I'm like, no. You need to go movie. home now. Grandma, right? <laughs> nope, you got two hours worth of this, and then you're out of here. What a great movie, though. What a great movie. I love it. Atreyu! The nothing is coming. Mm -hmm. And so, the nothing. also, I mean, I guess it wasn't technically E3, but this weekend, Fortnite had their summer block party down at the Forum, which is about 10 miles south of the convention center, mm -hmm. and... It let it's a essentially an esports you know arena based idea of people playing Fortnite and then they gave you little activities to complete your own battle pass. You can earn like little collectible pins. But the main idea is to get people at a stadium watching people play Fortnite. And Fortnite mm -hmm. is kind of slow on the uptick to the whole esports. You know they're like catching up to some of the main esports competitions. And it was really right. impressive the stage they had set up. There was fifty computers on the top deck, fifty below. And you get to see the live camera feed of each player it, uh, on the outside screen for each of those players. And oh, there was fun. people actually into it. Whatever section I was sitting into, they were cheering people on. They knew people's names. I had no idea any of these two oh, people. Wow. Like, okay. But I was like, oh, cool. They're, they're excited. I'm excited. That's cool. There's a big following out there for people that, that like to watch that yeah. kind of stuff. So, yeah, they have their favorite players that they probably pitch money to and watch on a regular basis. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. 
But so how did you get a chance to go to this thing? So it, once I landed to win the Xbox, you also win four tickets to the Fortnite Summer Block oh, Party. Nice. <laughs> Wait, so <laughs> the guy told you you want to win this, <laughs> and you still got to go anyways. Yep, that's just how it is. That's pretty rad. That's just how uh, it is. The year of Trevor. But if you do go oh, to yes. the Fortnite Party next year, just go on the final day. If you're going to go to E3, try to go on Thursday. Less people go. On Sunday versus Saturday, there was about half the number of people. Always go that closing day. It's amazing. On Saturday, mm. it took like two hours to play, wait in line to play three holes of mini golf. And then on Sunday, you walked right up. There was nobody around. That was the wow. difference. Right. Oh, it was also Father's geez. Day, too. So yeah, it was Father's Day. That's kind of fun. Dads need to bring <laughs> their kids to watch some Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Were they Fair. doing any kind of giveaways? Out there, I mean, just the collectible pins. Yeah, if you oh, just do the different things. I got to do the zip line. They had little rocket rodeo going on. They had hamster ball obstacle course. Fun little kid stuff. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. cool. That's funny. Uh, Oh, well, cool. I'll check that out maybe next year if I get a chance to win it. I had four tickets. You just had to come down, man. Well, and uh, so there was one last thing. I know that there was um, uh, there was an announcement about uh, uh, one of the VR games, Beat Saber. I, I own a, a, the Oculus Quest and Beat Saber on there is one of the biggest, hottest games that you can play. And mm-hmm. I guess they're doing a collaboration with Imagine Dragons now where you can it's the whole game i guess is imagine dragon song now so i thought that was pretty cool and i just wanted to bring that to out there i don't know if you guys have used vr yet but man it is absolutely incredible to get thrown into a whole new world so it's become a new guitar hero or rock band I missed the rock band days. I really enjoyed I all the plastic too. instruments. God, it was so much That's fun. That's kind yeah. of what it's turned into. That Beat Saber game feels like you're playing rock band all over again. Just yeah. you're now actually, mm-hmm. you now can be on stage instead of, you know, watching yourself on screen. Now you get to look right. like a, a nerd in a whole different way. Absolutely. <laughs> Trust me. And my I say that as a proud nerd. I need way too much <laughs> about this thing. Oh, when I bought my I bought my rock band, I snuck out of the house. I bought the set. I came home, set it all up, and tried to play the drums real quiet. And the wife comes in. She's like, "What are you doing, nerd?" <laughs> like, I'm playing Lincoln Park. Shut up. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Good times. Oh, I think that's everything. Maybe they should bring you three. Back, what do you guys think? Yeah, it's, no, it's fun. I'm, I'm excited for next year. Then, if it was yeah. that much yeah, fun, 2020 be is going to be a sure. hot gaming time cool yeah, yeah it definitely was a lot of fun i feel like my week was very weird we did the fan fest thing there were weird breaks like sunday was a full day but then monday they give you like the day off until the night mm-hmm. yeah, yeah you don't play until 6 p.m yeah yeah what? i thought that was interesting like that's fun because you can go check out la but wouldn't you like to check out la at night no mm-hmm. yes you know so <laughs> maybe make that like they could really mm. fill the time better on sunday for the fan fest and monday and then give you monday night off and then you get into e3 and, and i hope a lot of those big companies come back because if not it really yeah. is going to lose its luster over time people will not be as interested in going oh for sure yeah, next year i could yeah. see that happening though i have a feeling maybe playstation shows up next year to showcase their new console like I say everybody's going to show off a new console next year so expect more people to be there so, I would like yeah. it if uh, Sony or Nintendo took the following weekend 
and turned it into a big thing for them. So you came in for Xbox, stayed for E3, stayed yeah. for that, or maybe you don't care about Xbox, so you come in for E3 and stayed for the Nintendo thing. Yeah, I don't know. That's true. That would be yeah, cool. It's tough. Bookend it somehow. Yeah. yeah. That'd be kind of nice. Yep. Good so ideas. to everyone listening, we hope you enjoyed. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Secondary Heroes. And don't forget to check us out over on Mixer.com slash Secondary Heroes every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time, where we achieve that second place victory. And if you haven't already, please rate and review our podcast on iTunes because, yeah, it's nice to hear what you guys have to say. And we like seeing five stars. <laughs> Sully, thanks Sully, for joining us. Do you want to promote anything for yourself? Check out the Funko Funcast. New episode drops each week in different formats. Maybe there'll be another Nerd Foo podcast one day. I don't know. We'll work on that Whoa. in the background. Fingers are uh, crossed. Follow me on Twitter, C S S U L L Y. That's C S Sully. I love to interact with people, so please follow me and uh, interact, chat. Don't just stalk. True. Awesome. So. Yep. That's it. Everyone, we hope you enjoyed, and we'll talk to you next time. All right, this is Prague. I'm out. See ya. 15 most embarrassing E3 moments we would like to forget. That is your clickbait of the week. Clickbait of the week.